0: Uh, now that we've gotten the Unjustified Flame out of the way, um, let's jump into most anticipated games, and I I think that I just scrambled them all up based on what you guys had suggested and what I had suggested, so first up, we've got uh, Callisto Protocol, which I think we talked about a little bit in our um, recap of Gamescom last week, and it's definitely one I am really pumped for, and I think it's one of the ones on this list that's the soonest it's set to release in december of 22 so not that far off um you want to go ahead and, and give me your thoughts on that because i think we had this as a shared um
1: yeah um the release date is december 2nd 2022 okay so it's where, yeah it has a specific date and everything Um, Yeah, so this got announced during the Game Awards in 2020, and when I was watching that, I, like, jokingly said to my friend, I was like, this is Dead Space, because I've been waiting for, like, a Dead Space sequel for, I don't know, since ever, probably since I played Dead Space 3, and it was not but it also was because it's made by the dead space creator glenn Schofield. so it's pretty much like the closest we were going to get to like a modern day dead space that we were going to get obviously they ended up renouncing the dead space remake like i don't know maybe a few months after that or recently i don't know time's uh time's weird but yeah i was very excited because dead space was fantastic it has the same creator and um everything they've shown for it looks looks sick
0: Yeah, I am definitely in this as well. I really like that they've talked about how they want to like maximize the abilities of the PS5 and the Xbox Series X to like kind of deliver like a big hit game. And I know it's not an exclusive and one of the biggest things, I mean, I don't feel like either console up to this point has really hit any like crazy home run exclusives in this gen yet. Like you had a few games that were really good like Demon's Souls and a few others that are like solid, but there haven't really been. And like, if you haven't purchased a PS5 or an Xbox Series X yet, it's not like you've like, missed out on anything to the point of like you know how could you not have played this yet like so many titles like if you didn't play god of war on ps4 or whatever when it was new um but this feels like it could be one of those games that you know really hits on those consoles specifically they talked a lot about the haptic feedback that they're going to use and try to make that a huge part of the game which i think is really interesting uh especially from the ps5 side of things and uh yeah, I, I want to play the Dead Space games before I play this realistically just because I thought it'd be cool to get my get a feel for them, but I don't think I'm going to have the time. I mean, there's other games on my list, uh, but it looks really, really fun, and the survival horror genre is generally pretty fun to play as long as it's done somewhat okay, and this, I'm pretty confident they can nail this considering all of the positives we've gotten from the other Dead Space games.
1: And the gameplay just looks really well done so far from what we've seen. Like it hasn't just been cinematic trailers. We actually got to see some gameplay, um, and it's fucking gory, <laughs> but it's great. I they've, uh, they've shown some fucked up shit.
0: It reminds me of the Dead Space commercials that they did the advertising where they showed it to like moms that were like middle-aged moms and they all showed them and they all like freaked out by what was going on. Like I remember those viral campaigns. Um, and yeah, you play as a as a prisoner who on a moon in uh, Jupiter, like a moon on Jupiter or something like that. So it's got that like Doom vibe of like taking place on another planet sort of horror thing. Um, pretty straightforward concept, but like there's a lot to look forward to. And I'd, apparently the story has, you know, a bit of, depth to it beyond what you might think so I'm, I'm really excited about it isaac you have any thoughts on this one
2: i'm just excited because it is like dead space and dead space holds a very nice place in my heart because if it wasn't apparent already um the main character's name was isaac so whenever i played a dead space it had a certain way to hit home with me <laughs> when all the characters would say you know isaac this isaac that <laughs> isaac this isaac that i'm like okay That's okay cool. calm down everybody chillax Bear. And it, That's when they cool. screamed, it got even worse. I'm like, oh God. I I had to put it down a couple times. But, uh, Green with Nicole, I'm looking at uh, some of the screenshots right now. And I mean, I can already tell that it was, I'm um, gonna, it's being made by the same person that made Dead Space just because of this specific screenshot that it's not up on the board. It has the same layout of you know, Isaac Clark, how he's kind of, uh, the third person camera of him kind of hunched over. It, it's the same the way the third person camera is just reminds me of dead space just off bat.
0: Yeah. Uh, again, I actually have not played dead space. I want to, you don't have to, there's no real connection between the two games from what I understand. So it's not like I'm going to be out of there, but it's definitely one. I would like to, uh, I'd like to at some point, uh, be able to experience. And yeah, there's some, there's some crazy, just the, the, the graphics that I've seen in the screenshots and the, it's definitely, they've done a really good job, at least based on the initial, um, stuff here of creating what looks like it's gonna be a really scary atmosphere. So I'm excited about that for sure. And uh have you ever played the binding of Isaac? I mean that's a classic road <laughs> light, right? But I mean you got the same name. I mean that's one of my things that's up there with Hades uh, for me. You
2: know, I play I haven't now I haven't beaten it all the way through, but I have played the binding of Isaac Perfect. on a couple a couple different occasions, but I never went all the way through it. I would always play for give or take an hour and then just stop
0: yeah it's uh it's similar to cult of the lamb for me in terms of like a lot of the gameplay mechanics and they they borrowed a lot of concepts from that game soul hearts and all that stuff like it's cool because i think both games are really fun um but yeah okay so definitely callisto protocol releases december 2nd of 2022 barring some kind of delay i guess because everything gets delayed nowadays it feels like um but yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that one and uh let's uh let's move on then uh nicole i gonna let you intro this one here as we've got uh hogwarts legacy
1: yeah, just... Ooh, hogwarts legacy i'm hype about this game <laughs> it was like one of those announcements where they announced that they're making something like this and it's like oh is this going to be another mobile game is this going to be some like other fucking bullshit but no it actually ended up or at least from what we've seen ends up being like exactly what you would want from a hogwarts game It's like every person's dream for like the fandom that they're in to get a game like this where you can literally just like be a character in the world and it's not some stupid gimmick, but it's like a adventure, like control your character and do all the things type game. And yeah, I'm very excited for it. I'm pretty sure they announced this game along with like their portkey games label. So there's like a whole games label or games division like dedicated to Harry Potter stuff now um portkey is something that's in harry potter if you guys don't know but Uh, (laughs) you get to be a student like you get sorted i'm assuming you get to pick because there's no way they make it random people would literally throw a hissy fit um (laughs) you're a student at hogwarts like you get to go to classes i don't know the depth of that but like if you from what i've seen like you definitely go to classes i don't know if you take like quizzes and stuff but i hope you do because like i need to do something with all this stupid harry potter knowledge i have in my head like i want to i want to know i want to go to like spell class and like (laughs) take a quiz on what spell does what um but then yeah they've gone even farther than that so there's like a whole like overarching story um that i haven't really looked into because i don't want like too much to be like super spoiled but you can leave the hogwarts grounds like you can fly your broom it seemed pretty uh like open like i thought it was going to be very like railroaded of a game which it still could be but like the small broom stuff that i've seen it seems like pretty open um and then, yeah, it gets pretty dark where you're doing, like, the unforgivable curses, like, there's, uh, I don't know if there's Dementors. There's Dementors on the cover of the, like, title, so, I mean, yeah, there's bad guys, you're gonna be killing shit, so okay. I'm looking forward to it.
0: But your primary thing is the quizzes, right? That's that's the takeaway that's, here. You're excited to go to Wizard class and like...
1: Yes, I would literally only play a Hogwarts game with no danger, no villain, just like going to school as a Hogwarts student, and I'd okay. be happy.
0: Okay. Have you ever heard of Wizard 101? Because I do feel like that may be sort of it's a <laughs> free, free online thing. service game that might meet what you're looking for there. I just wanted to, you know, whatever, let it you know that exists thing. if you have the time. Yeah, uh, it was
1: slated for this year, but it did get pushed to February 10th of next year, so...
0: I, uh, I will say I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. I don't dislike it or anything. I think it's, I've seen the first, second, and third movie, and then the seventh movie, so I kind of skipped some of those in between. Um, the seventh movie was pretty good. I didn't really understand it a lot because of the, of course, gap of, you know, the other movies. Um, but it's, it's fine. I think it's a little overrated, but I don't think it's, like, bad overrated. I just think it's, like, you know, it's not Ocarina of Time, but it's just kind of, like, a crazy, like, you know, there's a huge fandom for it. Uh, the game itself, though, I have to say, actually looks really interesting. Um, maybe in the sense that it would work even if it wasn't Harry Potter, but, like, I don't think it being Harry Potter is going to take away from it for me. Uh, and I know that they're talking about how this game is going to be one that you're definitely going to want to get on the new-gen consoles. I mean, it is going to be released on uh, the last-gen and the Switch. Which I I don't I don't know how that's gonna happen. So if your Switch spontaneously combusts while playing this, at least you got to take a wizard quiz. Uh, is my stance on it. Um, but yeah, they're the the specs that are gonna be there for this are gonna be very much geared towards that 1080p 60fps. It needs high processing, so it definitely looks like it's it's gonna be one of the games that you're gonna wanna like play and experience on a new gen. Uh, I would recommend very much not buying this on the Switch. Uh, (laughs) the switch is the only games console that you own for whatever reason, perhaps you wait until, um, the inevitable switch uh, pro that I will ask about all of the time. And it it does look really fun for what it's worth. And I don't know whether or not that's like, it would be, you know, if it's going to hold up for me or whether or not I'll like wait until it goes on sale or like, let you play it first and see how you feel about it. And if you're into it or whatever, then maybe I'll give it a chance. But like, it definitely seems neat. Um, I'm hopeful. Yeah, you said they delayed it, right? Because right now I'm seeing February of 2023. It It looks like February 10th of 2023, the release date for this, for those of you listening on the podcast later. Um, Definitely a game that I know has had a little bit of trouble getting off the ground and whatnot, but um it is nice to see that for those people who are concerned with the ethical ambiguity of it um, the author is not directly involved in the game or productions at all so uh, it should hopefully be something that is uh rewarding for everyone from that perspective but i'm I'm looking forward to it for sure
2: oh the harry potter uh, not really, but my one take that I have on it is I don't think this will be a game that's on my list, but uh, has everyone heard? I'm going to cut back, but back into it. Uh, has anyone heard of Yandere Simulator? yes Possibly. but loosely i, I, st- I, <laughs> yeah,
0: say, I say this loosely. because
2: in yandere simulator you're able to go to class you're, you're a killer for school whatever mm-hmm. you go to class and you will learn skills that will help you along the way if they implement something like that to attack to on what nicole was talking about if you go to class and you can like say you have like a bar of like how much you've learned for something this is really for the twitch people who can see my hands mm-hmm. um but uh if you got if you have, yeah, if you have a bar where you go to class and then you learn part of a skill, then when you get to a checkpoint in your bar, then you le- you get to perform more spells or a spell, something yeah. like that. that so that, cool. that's immediately when you said that, that's what I triggered in my brain. I'm like, what is that game called? And it was Yandere Simulator. So if they do something like that, I could see that being very successful. Because then if, yeah. you, have to, if you have to time manage, if you have a an eight hour day and class takes up an hour you can only go to eight classes what are you going to dump into
1: it does seem like they might actually do that there was a weird thing in one of the trailers um i forget if it was growing a plant or making a potion or something that had a clock and i was like that's weird like is this a real-time clock or is there an in-game clock but there's some kind of management there so maybe that would that'd be kind of cool though because that means you're not just going to class for the sake of class like you're going to class so you can have more abilities that'd be that'd be very interesting
0: yeah, Yandere Simulator doesn't even look like it's fully released yet, from what I've seen, no, just looking it up it pretty has... quick, and it seems like he put a demo out.
2: The last I've seen of that game, period, was mm-hmm. back in 2016, when I was oh. following it to a T, and, like, I would play it every little update, The because I think it's a single guy yep. making it, if I'm not mistaken, still. It
0: is, but yeah. I'm... Freelance game developer, he just goes by the name Alex. Yep, and ba-bing boom it's still it's still being made to this day yeah last update i see was 2021 and then that as of march 2022 which was the beginning of this year basically it was just sort of like there's nothing going on at the moment um they did release a prequel game mode for that in 19 uh, called 1980s mode that was released in october of last year uh so basically it's meant to be like a playable demo that kind of test what the game is capable of with the engine and stuff so i don't know if you're listening and you're interested in that um definitely um you know check it out but i will say if you're interested in playing a game where you do a lot of uh you know activity in school and managing your day and stuff like that persona 5 royal another game i can never say enough things about has literally every day you go to class and you take quizzes and you get answers that boost your stats and stuff like that so there is a lot of that that life sim there i've never played fire emblem three houses so i can't one
1: of my favorite games of all time and i've never finished it
0: (laughs) that sounds about right Although I, I yeah, that's I don't.
1: Future episode. That's a future episode about our favorite games. Un,
0: un, we should do an unfinished games episode. Games we've started oh, but never finished. Just to yeah. just to put ourselves on, on um on shame there. But yeah, no. So overall, I Hogwarts Legacy isn't necessarily my cup of tea. I definitely don't plan on spending like seventy dollars on it or whatever the release price is for games nowadays. But it does seem really cool, and I'm sure that if you're either a Harry Potter fan or someone who wants to play virtual school. Uh, like Nicole, this is really going to be right up your alley. So, Hogwarts Legacy releases in 2023 February. Not not that far off, but still still a good six months. So, and uh, it's the month of Valentine's Day. So, if you're like living with depression at the time or something, you could certainly pick up the game and play. So, okay. Next up, we've got Starfield. Um, this is slated for er- early 2023. I'm gonna let Nicole take over and sort of talk about this one because. I can't say that it's uh, something I'm super familiar with, so go ahead.
1: Crazy. Yeah, this is the next big game by Bethesda. Uh, if you're not familiar with Bethesda's name, they're the Skyrim, Fallout people. Um, Doom? Doom, right?
2: I think so, yeah. I Doom. think they're
1: Doom. <laughs> they do. Diablo, Doom, one of those. They do. Yes. Yep, I, don't it's, play. It's not, I don't play them. Blizzard Am is I... Diablo. Okay. Doom is Bethesda,
2: yeah. you're correct. Yes. Yeah, but
1: they do all the Fallouts and... Elder Scrolls and all that but so yeah Starfield's our next big project um this one's being you're getting sent out into space so people like to make the comparison to Skyrim it's just like oh Skyrim with guns which is what they called Fallout so who knows what they're going to call this Skyrim Fallout in space
0: (laughs) that's pretty much what we're going to go
1: with yeah they actually really haven't shown that much they showed a very kind of brief gameplay trailer and and all I kind of could see is that it's very bleak So I'm kind of hoping by like the release we get some more colors because inevitably it got compared to No Man's Sky, um because they do have like that planetary exploration and there's like fucking billions of planets and I don't I don't care about any of that because there's a main story there and there's the main planets they want you to go to that are fleshed out and have shit to do so I'll be very content picking up that game and just like following along with the main story and like the main side quest I'm not really looking for a game like No Man's Sky so. You definitely don't have to play it that way, but yeah, I'm a big fan of Bethesda's work, so this is what I'm looking forward to
0: yeah i uh I gotta be honest, I did research starfield today uh after you sent your list over um and it 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 seems neat but i it's it gets it a bigger problem with games nowadays for me, and the problem is the size of this game is massive to the point where it's yeah. like I like like I get it. Like I and I understand that like open world isn't necessarily my favorite thing. So it's I can only criticize it so much because there are a lot of people who genuinely enjoy it and I don't want to take away from those people. What I do want to say though is that just making and I'm not saying this is necessarily applicable to Starfield, but it seems to be like the mindset that a lot of game developers have nowadays, just making a game massive for the sake of it being massive does not make a game intriguing in my opinion so i know this game is going to have over a thousand planets to explore and it'll be two times bigger than any game bethesda has ever made so it's quite literally massive and and that's cool but like that is really like a it just it feels like a lot like i feel like i wish that they that developers would focus more on mechanics and like you did mention that there is a story so maybe the story will be really you know intriguing and kind of pull people in and i'm sort of just like venting on like i want to be more excited about this game but the really the only major like marketing quote unquote that i've seen for it is that it's like huge and like the biggest project ever it's like that doesn't excite me like it's it's neat sure that you can like take that and make it all that big but like not realistically speaking like gamers want i mean people who play games want to play other things like if you're talking about a game that's this large like no one's gonna put a thousand hours into this game, aside from a small niche amount of people. So it's like, I feel like making a game bigger just for the sake of making it bigger doesn't make it better. And I hope that I'm wrong with this game and that it's not that and that, like, you enjoy it. And, like, I know Bethesda has a pretty good track record if you take Fallout 76 out of the equation, but generally speaking i i'm not excited about this yet because i just feel like the only thing they've really given us is like okay it's huge like you can go all over the place in space and no man's sky had that and that game sucked until they fixed it and by the time they fixed it it was like a couple of what was like a year and a half after dirty been released if not more and by all accounts no man's sky is a good game now but you lost so much of your 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 initial hype for that game when it came out and just wasn't what it kind of claimed to be so grain of salt with starfield for me personally like i'll monitor it i'll watch it but i'm just i hope it has more to offer than just like look how big it is because like that doesn't always that doesn't always get it done in my opinion
1: isaac you watching this one
0: i am
2: watching uh, i'm looked at it i heard about it but i'm gonna i'll touch on it here for a second um yeah i kind of agree with uh love shack here about like how massive massive it is I'm afraid of two reasons. One, if it's like truly massive, when a game is trying to say it's huge, I'm not gonna lie, it'll intimidate even me. Like, I'm like, okay, if I wanna do too big everything, for you. yeah. <laughs> 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 if, uh, if it's too big, I'm like, okay, you need a chill. But then also, it's kind of like the Borderlands effect. You ever play, it? I have a lot of comparisons. Borderlands 3 had a couple planets you could explore. But it wasn't that much to explore. Mm -hmm. So are they going to have like 10,000 planets with like very little to explore in the planets? Or is it going to be 10,000 planets with the whole planet to explore? Because if it's one or the other, either way, you're going to be disappointed in one way, shape, or form. It's like, okay, you have 10,000 planets, but like only maybe a town to explore in (laughs) something like that. Something silly. Or Mm -hmm. you're going to have to go out into the wild and find this random cave that seemingly gets put into nowhere.
1: I think it's going to be, they have it that big, but it's always an option. Like, it's not going to be something they force you to have to partake in. If you want a game like this and you want to go to all that shit, like, it's going to be there for those people. But if you don't want that, like, you don't have to do it. You can just play the main missions. You don't got to explore everything. (laughs) It's always optional.
0: So, I hope you're right on that, but reading an interview with the director of the game, one of the things he said was, and this is a quote, he says, It's not just about how the game looks or how the gameplay is, despite both aspects being incredible. It's really all about the story and your ability to write your own story within the framework of its narrative. It's also about your ability to ask questions and seek relevant answers and perhaps be able to reach them. And that's the end of the quote there and so exactly
1: that's all i want
0: that concerns me in a way because it almost feels like it could be one of two things it could be your approach on it as you know the optimist looking at it and saying okay it's going to have this massive thing but there's also going to be a driven story you can play it multiple different ways you let's like god of war right like you can play god of war on you know a lower difficulty and just play through the story or you can go around and you can collect all the achievements and grind and that's awesome to have that option but it scares me a little bit to be like, oh, it's all about asking questions and maybe find the answers because that goes back to what Isaac said. It's like, all right, well, if there's all these different planets and each one is just a, a, a similar structure with maybe like a different color scheme or a different pattern or a different like randomly generated thing. Yeah. Like it just feels to me like that could be a cop out, but I hope that's not the case and that they are really trying to make it. But realistically speaking, how do you individualize over a thousand planets for a game and is that is that necessary like is it necessary to take one that big and make it the thing when you could do that with half the amount of planets and put more effort into all those planets and get a game that people talk about more so that's that's my concern but hopefully hopefully that's not the case with this that's just where i would be a little apprehensive what
2: was the number for planets that they were listed 1000 or 10,000 so
0: there's going to be over a hundred solar systems and over a thousand different planets so i don't i okay. mean over a thousand could be any number from a thousand and one to infinity i don't know what that means okay.
1: but you can explore you don't have to no i know right, that
0: right but what i'm worried about is did they take away from what could be improvements in other areas of the game just for the no, sake because of because
1: most of that's procedurally generated they had nothing to do with those other planets
0: well then if it's procedurally generated and and i I... there's
1: an option for resource collection and all that bullshit but there's still like they have main planets with the main hubs that they did flesh out and that they put that they wrote stories and missions for
0: and if if that's the case it could be pretty good
1: it's just an option i feel like it adds depth to the game if you're playing a game in space and you have the a- ability to access three planets that's not going to really feel like a lot like you're in space you know <laughs> no <laughs> i agree massive. so i feel like having it there is just kind of like a, oh look at this like you're actually in space if you want to go here you can but like it has nothing to do with the actual story we're trying to
0: tell Yeah, I suppose that's a fair point, but you could also understand the reverse of, like, how much more processing power that might take, how much bigger the game is going to be, how much more is in it, like, is it going to impact gameplay, and those are all just different questions that, like...
1: Hello Games can do it with No Man's Sky, like, I think Bethesda can manage...
0: (laughs) Fair enough. I mean, I'm glad they I'm glad they delayed it because it seems like that needed to happen based on what some of these reports were saying about like there was concern it could end up like Cyberpunk where it came out and had a lot yeah. of glitches right off the bat and you really only have one chance to do it right because by all accounts Cyberpunk is a great game that has a terrible reputation because they released it early and it just wasn't what people had expected and and the problem is is that even if you or i or someone else plays it and we like it and we know that it's good the general populace is never going to give that game a fair chance because they've heard about how bad it is or how flopped it was or whatever and so you don't want to see that happen with another game like this and i'm sure bethesda probably doesn't want to see that happen after how terrible fallout 76 was to the point where you know stores were sending back extra copies to the warehouse to be destroyed because the game had that bad of a loop so okay um let's move on then uh next one is nicole's as well star wars eclipse which is oh i i should just clarify the release date for starfield early 2023 it does not have a confirmed date yet but that's the expected release as of now is the first quarter of 2023 so sorry back to star wars eclipse nicole
1: Yeah, so it's being developed by Quantic Dream and, like, association with Lucasfilm Games, obviously, because it's a Star Wars property. Um, It's going to be really cool. We know pretty much nothing, but it's set during the High Republic era of Star Wars, which we haven't got to see a lot of, at least I haven't. There's a lot of, like, books and shit you can read during the High Republic, but not so much TV, movies, and, like, video games so far. Um, It's going to be, like, one of those branching narrative games, so... Like pretty much, um, I don't know like what's comparable for Star Wars Eclipse, but like when I hear that I'm thinking like games like Life is Strange or um the robot one.
0: Uh, Oh that one Detroit become human. Oh, okay, okay. Yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those type of games where uh or like the game that just came out as Dusk Falls, um that kind of stuff. But literally any game from Star Wars, like I'm gonna take it. And one like this Even better, because I feel like Jedi Fallen Order is, like, one of the best interpretations of, like, being a Jedi game that we were going to get, and they've done a really great job with that so far, and we have another one coming. But, like, uh, Star Wars games set in a new era that we're not used to, um, like, making choices in that type of game, like, I I don't know. I think it could be really cool.
0: Yeah, um, I hope so. Um, I still can't believe you claim to be a Star Wars fan and have never experienced Knights of the Old Republic, but uh, I do think that's a different conversation for another day. I'll I'm going to be fair. The... That game's kind of old.
1: It's very old. It doesn't stand up very well, but I did want to play the remake, which unfortunately got delayed and failed and <laughs> has nobody controlling it.
2: Well, I'm excited to see that one because I just want to see Revan.
1: Yes. He's I like... heard about a lot about him, and I see, I've seen him.
0: Yeah, what we've seen from Eclipse so far, definitely some really cool like <laughs> potential. Well, I mean, they, they did have the slight trailer, but there's also a few screenshots that have been put up on their website that you know is at least interesting to look at. Um, yeah. and we're we're really kind of waiting, I think, on more. This is slated for a, at the earliest 2024 release date. I couldn't really find any specific data, but there were some rumors that that would be the earliest it could happen. Uh, obviously, who the heck knows. Um, whether or not that's feasible. And obviously, like Nicole mentioned, they also delayed, uh, you know, the remake of Knights of the Old Republic. So we really don't know, but it does seem cool that like this game is going to give you the opportunity to like make choices and kind of like forge forge your own path and how it's like almost like fable in that way, where it's like depending on your actions can influence the story and the way it goes. And it does seem like there's a lot to it that may make this interesting versus, you know, just another random Star Wars game. Um, I've heard people talk about, like, Fallen Order, which is a game I really want to play. Uh, oh, Fallen Order. I've never played Fallen Order. No, I've heard it's good. It's, again, it's just another game that's, like, where do you find the time? It's, like, a super lengthy game. Like, you just have to, like, find the time to get it, you know, to, to get it in. And it's not always, like, the easiest way, um, to do it. But I want to check it out. I, I can't really say much more about Eclipse, really, at the moment. Did because you Detroit Become Human? I have not played Detroit Become Human. No. Okay. No. Yeah, nope.
1: it's the people that did Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, which are two games on my list. But I know that they're pretty like pretty well acclaimed for their story and stuff. Detroit Try Become Human, I did play all the way through, but um, the, these type of games are pretty like narrative heavy and like uh, gameplay light. So at least with Quantic uh, Quantic Dream, with Detroit Try Become <laughs> Human, you do control and like move around an environment. Like you look at things, you have a lot of quick time events, but like a lot of it comes down to the developer like having the story in mind and like getting you to play it through like your narrative choices which a lot of the times are just dialogue or <laughs> fucking up a quick time event or something but so it's not the type of game style for everyone but most of the time these games have are really really good because like they have like the story in mind and you're pretty much playing like an interactive movie there's obviously more to do than that but and especially with star wars like it's just things people are already interested in so getting to like be told a story through a video game that way is gonna be pretty cool if it comes out. Yeah, uh, literally because I was looking at something. A Chinese Chinese tech giant buys Detroit Become Human developer Quantic Dream six hours ago. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens there. Yeah. Oh no, just kidding. Quantum Dream will, will remain independent. Yeah,
0: they did say that there's perfect. no change in management. That was reported. I looked at that earlier when I was releasing. So there's <laughs> I just no. I saw that article. I was like, fuck. N- no change in management. Um, and it looks like uh, this Chinese publisher that actually bought it out has already owned a partial stake in the company. So it seems like it may have just been some kind of behind the scenes thing. And Quantum Dream actually had some allegations going on of not so great workplace culture for various reasons. And uh, this may be a move towards maybe trying to fix some of that and, and what, you know, what's going on there. So it seems to be happening a lot where people are really like these, these developer, you know, some companies are scooping up other developers and more, more so monopolizing the games industry, which is not great. Cause I think the more variety you have and the less, you know, if, if all the games are owned by like seven different overarching companies, then at the end of the day, like there's not as much competition and competition is great for video games better more than anything else, really because it, it allows, you know, they try and we don't get complacent, which is why I'm such a big fan of console exclusives, because I think that console exclusives existing gives reason for the other companies, specifically like Xbox, Sony. And I mean, Nintendo is kind of its own thing, but, you know, gives reason for people to try and, and, and gamers to have consumers to have choice. So I think that's important. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We don't know a ton about it yet. Uh, definitely seems intriguing on the surface and the few screenshots and stuff that I've seen, it, it looks really nice, but it's not like, you know, the other games, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain. Nice too. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that I don't know the website I'm on the star Wars website right now and it shows a few screenshots. So either they, they drew something up or they put something up that I'm not hundred percent sure about, but either way, um, on the surface, it seems cool. And hopefully at some point we'll get more information and then we can talk about it a bit more, uh, in depth in a, uh, future video and uh, a couple of comments i wanted to shout out quickly that i missed when we were finishing up our discussion about Starfield. terrific said i think having an average size like a gta 5 map but with more content is better than a bigger map without as much to do um which i do kind of agree with i think that's an interesting stance too and i just wanted to mention those um and and Sterific also mentioned you know hopefully it gets better combat because the combat looks pretty weightless uh, no pun intended which i appreciate there uh from the uh videos that they've shown so yeah, I agree with those takes. I just wanted to, you know, give those a shout out. So Isaac, any thoughts on Eclipse before I move on to the next one? I got nothing. I haven't really heard too much about this game.
2: I most of what I heard was about yesterday. It's if it has more development, it might intrigue me, but right now it's not on my list of I'll more than likely watch somebody play it mm-hmm. rather than play it myself. It's kind of on that list if you get if you get my drift here.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be plenty of people playing it. Uh, probably not Nicole cuz she doesn't really stream ever anymore, but like, you know, generally speaking, people will uh will play. Why won't this work? Okay. Or because ne- you just dissed Nicole. No, I know. Yeah, she she hacked this. All right. Next up, uh this one. Oh, yeah, so we don't have a release date for that. This one is um Goat Simulator 3, <laughs> which is coming out uh November 17th of 2022, which is not that far away. I think this one was one of the ones you sent through. So I will to let you uh take over and sort of tell us about the game and what you're uh, what you're excited about. I didn't even know there was a Goat Simulator 2. So, go ahead.
2: That's the that's what I'm going to start with. There isn't a Goat Simulator 2. They, oh, they, like, they decided that they were going to be like they decided that they're going to go from Goat Simulator 1 to Goat Simulator 3. They <laughs> did that. They wanted that. No, I'm just excited because it's such a silly game. You just run around as a goat and you just cause mayhem for everybody. And I just love like the on the on the original one, you're able to go around and you could unlock new goats, even though one of them was a giraffe. We don't talk about that, though. Okay. But I'm just excited for the potential of this, because if it's going on new gen consoles, the areas are probably going to be bigger and there's going to be a lot more to do. And I hope at least the humans are more human-like. because. But it was also part of the comedy for just Goat Simulator in general, just how lifeless the humans are until you get up in their face and then they just either freak out fall over or scream and run it's just it's really one of those games that if you want to just have a good laugh for a couple hours it's it's one to definitely pick up but i will reiterate this a thousand times over (laughs) i find a lot of respect that they decided we're gonna name it goat simulator 3 and just throw everyone off
0: (laughs) that was my favorite part of the entire thing i'm like hold on yeah i did not know that i just looked it up online and they said that they were sort of poking fun at the eight-year wait between the two games and uh yeah i had no idea i thought there was i was like when did goat simulator 2 come out like i felt like i would have heard of that but no i guess that that explains that one um yeah and you can pre-utter the game according to uh what (laughs) what the ad says on the site here um yeah, yeah, Nicole, any, any thoughts on Goat Simulator?
1: I was really mad at Goat Simulator because they teased Dead Island 2 with their trailer, but <laughs> it's okay, because Dead Island 2 is coming out anyway. <laughs> but no, I had a lot of fun with Goat Simulator. I don't think I ever bought it. I probably played it on my phone or something. But yeah, it's just dumb fun, you know? It's a good time.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I don't know
1: what they're going to do with another one, but you never know. Those types <laughs> of games, they can do whatever the fuck they want.
0: <laughs> uh... I don't even know what the, the, I don't know if like a story mode or what, like it it's, I'm not going to lie to you. A story
2: mode for Goat Simulator would kind of probably ruin it.
0: Really? I don't know what I you, mean, do you no. literally just run around as a goat? Like, is that it? Like I've never played, I have played, uh, well, there's Bee Simulator. There's a lot of fucking simulator games, honestly. I feel like this, this, yeah, but I've never played. Do you just run around as a goat and fuck shit so... up?
2: You're basically, yeah, basically yes. So, like to boil it down, you'd think you'd go around and just like be on a farm or something. No, you run around in an open environment, and you can collect points for doing just random things. I think one of the most memorable things I remember doing was being on the trampoline and getting getting enough air, and then you could just go and crash in the unsuspecting humans having a dance party nearby. Okay. It just it it has no rhyme or reason for (laughs) why it is it just it's just goat simulator okay it doesn't it doesn't make sense it doesn't and that's the that's the greatness of it
0: yeah and they did say in the article that i was reading earlier um that they want to make it as extreme and goofy as possible that the map is going to be 16 times bigger and there's an additional 25 hours of core content uh so that's interesting and you can Throw NPCs into electrical boxes. You can do all kinds of different things. It seems so. Uh, yeah, not uh, the giraffe is very interesting. It's the first I've seen of it, but uh, yeah, this is this is interesting. So Goat Simulator uh, three comes out on November seventeenth of twenty twenty two. So that wait is uh, not bad. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the uh, next one here, and we've got. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do that with a straight face, but then I saw Nicole shaking her head, so I couldn't do it. All right. Next up, we've got uh, one that I put on my list and Nicole had on hers. And and Isaac, I'm not sure if this is one you're interested in as well. But uh, God of War Ragnarok, which is a follow-up to uh, the Uncharted Horizons podcast, best game of all time, uh, God of War 2018. If you guys missed that uh, finale a couple weeks ago, the whole thing is up on all the streaming services. So go check that out um, and see what it had to beat to get there. Uh, I am not done with God of War yet. I have I mean, actually. We
1: can't talk about this game without you being done. <laughs> yes,
0: we can. We can talk about no, our. We can. Yes, we can. We can talk. You about You
1: don't know where it ends off. You don't know who's there, who's not there. I we mean, know nothing. We can't
0: talk about it. I i know. Is. Well, well, that's uh, maybe true. Maybe he's not. We don't Cre- know. He oh, he's on the game. cover, I mean, and I would I mean, honestly I mean, not tell, not in <laughs> tell you. He's
2: the Maybe it's a prequel.
0: I have. It's definitely no, not a prequel. Because the
2: boy is a teenager now. Yeah, that's
0: true. He went back. He's Benjamin Button. That's what happened. He went back in time. Um, okay all right that would be interesting for sure um i am probably about a little more than 60 percent of the way done so i uh i really do want to get back into it i've been i don't have a lot of spare like free time but in my free time i've been playing like either Fortnite or dead by daylight recently so i just haven't had a ton of time and you know playing with friends can be fun it's hard to sit down and find the time to like put into a game i gotta get back to it though for sure and i'm i'm taking a couple days off work starting uh after tomorrow so maybe i'll maybe i'll try to finish that up but yeah, I mean, just just playing as much of it as I have so far, I can already tell I'm not going to be ready for the story to end, and I'm definitely pumped for it. Um, it's got a lot of hype behind it, and obviously, like, I'm, I mean, it doesn't take a, a it doesn't take a genius to know that that you know, sort of where the story is going to end up. I think um, I, I have my predictions on where it's going to end up, but I'm gonna assume that you know, it that at least most one
1: thing you won't predict.
0: Well you say that now. I told you already. No no there's
1: one thing you won't predict. Alright. It was impossible to know, at least to me.
0: Alright. We'll see what happens. I definitely think it's gonna end up with uh with what's his face, Odin coming down and you gotta fight him or something and then the mom. I mean the the whole story of the game is is just fascinating so far, although if they just put her ashes somewhere else, um this whole thing would have been avoided. Um, this is true this is Ragnarok is caused because they couldn't I mean, mom's gone they could just dump her in the ocean it's not that big of a deal but yeah I mean obviously this game is on everyone's list and I feel like this was kind of a, a must include just because like it's pretty close like it comes out November 8th of 2022 which is one day after Sonic Frontiers for those of you keeping track uh Sonic November Frontiers 9th. November 8th hmm. just, I don't know
1: right, My think says 9th maybe it's up. wrong now
0: I gotta look it up live alright hold on uh god of war ragnarok all right so we can yeah i mean november 9th. they might have really not wrong you'll learn that <laughs> okay <laughs> all right all right yeah that's listen so i guess they must have changed the release date from when i looked this up last night um but that's fine you know delays nowadays are crazy but yeah so november 9th but honestly you'll probably be able to play it on november 8th if you like pre-order it on steam or something so i'm not i'm not really wrong either um so god of war ragnarok comes out uh, definitely excited about it it's gonna be ps4 ps5 i don't know why they're putting it on ps4 i kind of feel like it feel like they need to sort of stop putting new games at this point like or at least shift away from developing new games for the last gens at this point like it's been almost two years since ps5 came out and i feel like it's hindering what the games could really be because they're spending so much time with making them for the other ones but yeah i'm excited about this um definitely looking forward to it and I'm, I'm looking forward to finishing the first one so maybe once i finish it we can revisit this a little bit more and talk about um you know story projections and all that stuff but
1: i mean that's on my list i just didn't mention it because i knew you were going to and it's so soon so it's kind of like far further anticipated games for me but Yeah, that one's definitely on my list for sure. I guess I don't really want to talk about it because I don't want to, I don't think I'm capable of watching my words that far in advance to make sure I don't say something I shouldn't, but... I mean, okay. the
2: game's, like, the, the original is, what, two years old? Uh, I mean, four, actually. Four. Yeah. Four, yeah. It's, it's, four
1: years old. You're past,
0: yeah. you're past my limit. For shows, it's the following weekend. Yeah. Like, if it comes
1: out on a Thursday, you need to be done by Sunday, or I'm talking about
0: it. <laughs> well, I'm the same yeah. way with shows, except for Kenobi, which I still haven't finished, but I gotta do that oh, so we can get the Star oh. Wars <laughs> You know,
1: what? Star Wars prequels, you know where things are headed, like you know the inevitable. But there's still good shit in Kenobi.
0: Yeah, I I watched the first four episodes in like a day back in June, and then I just got distracted. I never watched the last two, and I haven't watched it yet. But I know we want to do a Star Wars show at some point, and Nicole won't. Yeah. won't, won't dies, so. Nicole won't. Well, I mean that's obvious. He dies in episode four, I think. <laughs> or Not episode four, episode five. Sorry. <laughs> I know R.I. that there's like a love. whole. There's a Luke whole. Dies. Well, Luke, luke's apparently in mandalorian season two as well which i have not watched
1: i don't know anything about that
0: yeah i'm sure it's been like couple, <laughs> first first season of Mandalorian was great i just never got around to it i felt like there was like an oversaturation of star wars content for a little while no such thing for me personally so i needed <laughs> no to step no back
1: and and it's just like give it some me, time and mm-hmm. then yeah you can take your time but it's there well, for people like me like which is like, fair Andor or comes out in a few weeks
0: Andor is what now? I know what, what Andor is in Star Rogue Wars, One. but is it a new show? Yes, it's my favorite yeah, Star Wars. No. It's, it's, Rogue One's amazing. It's, oh, it's... well, then yeah, you're, you're going to love it. It's based okay. on Cassian. Andor. Okay. I didn't like the yeah, ending I... of Rogue One. It made me sad, but other than that. Oh, just... it
1: was a fantastic ending. For
0: no, I didn't. I didn't like... We're done talking Go. about Sorry. Star Wars. Sorry. Right, right, right. Sorry. I do Warriors. I do have a lot of Star Wars thoughts. I would like to talk about it in detail at some point, um, but that's fine. So November... 8th to the 9th is when God of War Nine. Ragnarok comes out. It will be widely available on the 9th, for sure. Um, but it might be out on the 8th somewhere, too. So
1: Isaac, you gonna buy that one?
0: Uh, God of War?
2: Nope. <laughs> it's another one of those on the list that I'll watch somebody play it, but it's not,
0: uh, not on my list of grabs. Gotcha. Okay. So, next up is one of mine that I put on this list, and this is Lies of P. This is the... Souls-like game where you play as Pinocchio. I've seen it best described as like a steampunk Pinocchio Dark Souls game. Um, It looks really intriguing, but unfortunately, I am worried that it could be terrible. And the reason is a lot of time when these these, these Dark Souls-esque games come out that are not you know, from software, that are not tried and true, that they really, like, know what they're doing and everything else, they end up not being bad, necessarily, but they end up being like, oh, I guess I could just go play Dark Souls or Elden Ring or Bloodborne or whatever. Um, but, conceptually speaking, this looks really cool, and, I don't know, like, the, the idea of it, at least, based on the trailer they showed at GameCom, has me intrigued to the point where it's on my radar. But if you ask me today, am I, like, pre-purchasing it or am I getting it day one, I'm going to say probably not. I'd like to see a little bit more gameplay and trailers and just get a little bit more information about it as a whole, but Lies of P, I am personally excited for at least a bit.
1: Oh yeah, I looked up, I looked into it a little bit and this is what I'm interested in too, even though I've yet to actually finish any of the Souls games or anything like them, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm a, yeah, I'm a big sucker for like the Disney stuff and especially like dark retellings of it always Mm -hmm. end up pretty cool. Um apparently there's like lying quests and because that's obviously the whole plot of Pinocchio is he lies his nose grows and like depending on your choices and stuff if you lie or not there's like different outcomes in the game which is pretty cool um but just from other like games media that I listen to and stuff a big thing they talked about is that it is it feels exactly like Bloodborne it like looks like Bloodborne and plays like it and people fucking love that game so if it's anything like that and it's just literally like a fucking Pinocchio story and reskin I think it's gonna do really well
0: yeah, I hope so. Uh, Starific said, "Bro, I'm definitely playing this one." Oh, definitely, yeah, right? It's,
2: it's gonna, it's gonna be on my list. Like, uh, I don't know why it flew under my radar, but you guys mentioned it over our group chat, and I looked it up. I'm like, okay, so, and then that kind of inspired me to go back, and I'm gonna try to finish Elden Ring. God bless my soul. Um, <laughs> Same, and then. And then I'm going to actually now don't crucify me, people listening to the podcast, but I'm actually going to go back and, uh, you know, play Bloodborne all the way through. Ooh, okay. I need to
1: do that. I have it.
0: Bloodborne right. was a little trick, tough for me. I struggled a bit there, getting through parts of that game. Elden Ring, I'm almost done. I have like 87 hours into or something, and I can't get past the second to last boss, which is infuriating. Uh, and I rage quit after like 47 tries and was like, I'll come back to this someday. But I do want to finish it at some point watching
1: isaac play elden ring is like peak oh uh, (laughs) content yeah i
0: um so
2: sad story about that um the reason i stopped was because i was trying to beat melania we're gonna i'll backtrack um i was trying to beat melania and i was going on like streams like four hour crusades trying to beat her with my build which (laughs) is like the exact opposite of what you should have with her (laughs) and i was so close so many times then i start. i built my new computer got that all set up and then when I was porting over my data, my hard drive corrupted, so I lost my character when I made that I made for original Elden Ring. So I'm like,
1: That's... that kind of
2: that kind of it kind of yeah. turned me off. I'm like, oh,
0: so I just haven't gotten back.
1: That makes sense to me, yeah.
0: Yeah, my my friend beat the game before I did, and obviously I, I haven't beaten it yet, so probably a lot of people have. Uh, but he did beat. Um, i know he said millennia was extremely difficult like he had to like he fought her like four or five times or something before he finally beat her Um, four
1: or five (laughs) yeah
0: well you get those people that are like genuinely just really good at video games and then there's like me who's like you know i play games that i like but i wouldn't consider myself i mean i i was better at elden ring and eventually got much better at it after like x amount of time than i thought i would have been because generally speaking like Some of the Souls games are just fucking annoying, and I have no patience. So it's not a matter of, like, you know, like, I just, I don't even want it. Like, how how many times do I got to do the same fucking fight? Like, I want to move on. I want to play something new. I want to do something different, and that's what frustrates me there. Um, But Elden Ring, I'm, like, that close. Like, I have, like, an hour and a half of gameplay left to finish it, and it it bothers me immensely that I haven't done it yet, but... Uh, Lies of P, yes, and uh, Starific said in the comments, uh, the Moral Compass Cricket better be hot as fuck in this game um and obviously i hope that's true i'm sure he will i mean pinocchio is i'm sure pinocchio was probably you know i don't even know if he he, i feel like pinocchio would probably um appreciate that i don't know if he's even a real boy in this game or if he's a doll so no
1: you're fight you're fighting to become a boy come on i know
0: i am but that's not what we're talking about yet. (laughs)
2: sorry i mean The screenshots look a very, very realistic doll. If that's the case, yeah, he is. Yeah, I
0: think exactly. The
1: whole is he trying to become a real boy? Yeah. Geppetto's, Geppetto's
0: woodwork, man. Yeah, Geppetto's a little it's sus crazy. to me, to be honest with you. But I don't know. I mean, you want to talk about a weird, lonely guy that just yeah, makes why, his own? Why would he make a Why did he make boy? a little boy of wood? I don't. I don't know about that. That's a whole other conversation. about how, taking the Geppetto part literally. Um. Anyway, I'm very. <laughs> About this game and looking forward to seeing what it comes of it. It is going to be on PC, Xbox Series X, and PlayStation 5. Uh no official release date yet, but they are looking at mid 2023, so something to keep an eye on. Hopefully we'll get more details about this eventually uh at some point. I, so, had
1: seltzer in my mouth, I know, I, I saw, saw it, it, it was as, great. As my brain put the connection, I was like, Geppetto, Jeffetto. Uh, yeah,
0: yep, yeah, yep. Yeah absolutely um and that being said unless you guys have any other thoughts on this i'm gonna shift forward Go to ahead, overwatch 2 oh yeah my I'm- pride and joy i'm gonna let isaac Tark take this one that's his big thing i will just quickly note that uh overwatch 2 at least the multiplayer is set to release on october 4th of 2022 uh la- last i know is from what i could find the uh pve story content and stuff won't be available till 2023 i don't think there was an official date for it yet but uh yeah, Overwatch Two comes out, and uh, Isaac, you want to tell us a little bit about it? I know this is a big one for you.
2: Yeah, Overwatch Two is—I mean—the what I'm excited for is now a lot of people don't like this. Is it Overwatch One? They're basically just moving a lot of the mechanics over to Overwatch Two with some reskins, uh, some redesign of the audio, and just overall different gameplay and different, um, different actions that you can perform with some of the heroes. But yeah, I saw that Overwatch 2 uh, will release on October 4th the free-to-play. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing, that they plan on having the 5v5 free-to-play be just free. So that's great, but like, what you pay for is the PvE. So that's a good thing on Blizzard, because that's what I was worried about the most. Was Am I going to have to buy a whole brand new game for something that's been out since 2016, if it's going to be roughly... Roughly the same. Because I played the beta. I played the heck out of the beta. I loved it. Every Mm. single bit of it. Especially the gun noises. Oh my lord. That was my favorite part. I felt like I was shooting a gun and everything was just... All the serotonin was just flooding my brain. It was fantastic. Um, They definitely have some work though. Because there's a couple glitches that I saw other streamers find. I didn't find any but I only played Widowmaker. Which, you know me with Widowmaker Maker is whatever but you know we don't talk about that on stream. Huh. Um but it's going in the right direction. I again having a game that uh derived from PVP and making PvE. You all of us were talking about it like a little bit on our group chat is what I'm afraid of is they're going to talk big hopes for this PvE ordeal and it's going to and it's gonna be kinda of like how the missions are from Overwatch 2. I hope they have some kind of difference. That it's not just like you're playing a mission and with the characters and just don't have really too much story development in it. It's just you playing. You know what I'm saying? Um I hope they have like some really good cutscenes and they actually build the PvE a- aspect of Overwatch 2 to I guess a I guess a standard kind of like not like God of War because that would be a little pretentious but like maybe somewhat like Fallout if you get what I'm saying but I don't know how that would work without ruining the core aspect of the game either
0: yeah I think that's fair. I adore Overwatch. I, I remember I had so much fun playing the game when it came out. I'll be honest, and I talked about this on our first show, I think. I did get burned out after a while. I just kind of felt like they eventually stopped, like... I mean, they would, like, put new stuff out, but they I felt like after a while they stopped trying, and I don't know if that was just because of, like, when the director left and things shifted, and, and obviously with all the Blizzard's controversy and stuff. But the one thing I think has always been super cool about Overwatch is, like, I love the characters. I love the cinematics that they do. I love the actual, like... Story elements of it, like any any bit of Overwatch content we get, that's like not the game itself. Nowadays, from I'm like I'm I'm like there to watch it, like all the really cool cinematic stuff. So the idea of a story mode that expands upon that lore is fucking awesome, and I really truly hope that like that's what we get. That like there's there, even if it's like multiplayer or whatever, that doesn't mean you can't have like actual cutscenes and actual story that like makes it engaging and makes it fun. But my worry is that they're just gonna like slap the idea of a story onto it. And it's basically just going to be like, you're going through playing, shooting, whether it's bots or playing online or whatever. And it doesn't really do anything. And it's just sort of like a very loose interpretation of a story. Cause I think, and I'm going to, that's why I wanted to go before Nicole, cause I think she has a different stance on this, but I think that some people are like under the expectation that this is just going to be like some fucking, genuinely cool fun story mode and i just i don't know if i trust blizzard to deliver on that so i hope i'm wrong and will come on here and openly admit that i was wrong if that's the case but right now i have to say i'm not i'm not too confident in that side of it
1: yeah i mean i had all my faith in it until daddy kaplan left so r.i.p jeff
2: (laughs) that was like a huge moment for like wasn't it yeah. Uh, but it just all it's it just all fell downhill from there.
1: Yeah. Jeff Kaplan was what, the game's creative director? Or was he just the game's like head honcho guy? He was somebody. Uh, he I was very important though, and he I, was a very very good dude and people uh people really liked him a lot.
0: He was the lead director.
1: Lead director, yeah. yeah. So he yes. he left, I forget why, but I think it's strange he didn't see Overwatch Two through, so something must have happened but yeah, I'm very excited for Overwatch 2, even if it is literally just more Overwatch 1, because I feel like I've been away from Overwatch for so long that like this, the end of this year is a very good time for me to get back into it, because when it was out, it was one of those games I was playing every day, all the time. Um, Yeah, it was great. I actually joined late, too. I joined when Ana first came out, and I didn't know she was the new character, and everyone was like, yeah, it's a new character. Well, she ended up being my main, so... <laughs> that's right. But, yeah. Yeah, Overwatch. Overwatch is fun. Like they, it's one of those games where like they have their formula down. Like they know what works, and they they'll they'll stick to it. Um, releasing it as an Overwatch 2 is a little, little interesting, but at the same time, it's like it's a way to get more eyes on their game. Um, if it's that, if it's the difference between oh, I don't want to play Overwatch, but I'll check out this Overwatch 2, then hmm. like that's all they needed to do to get people to at least try out their giant update, I guess you could call it. And obviously, they're adding another game mode and stuff too. And but they reworked the Games like the game modes and all that, so I mean, it's definitely one I'll be playing,
0: okay? Yeah, fair enough. Overwatch 2 releases to October 4th, 2022, for the multiplayer, um, which I, I believe will be free. Um, and is it free regardless of whether or not you own the original, or is it only free if you own the original?
2: That I don't know offhand from what I'm able to gather, it's free to play just off bat. Okay. Um, That's what I thought, But too. I, I could be entirely wrong. The one thing that I did notice, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard and I've seen... I've never confirmed, though. When Overwatch 2 is released, after a little bit, they're going to shut down Overwatch World 1. I yeah. believe they
1: are. Yeah.
2: So, like, you it's going to your... be... Your
1: yeah, you I remember people being mad that there was no way for them to play overwatch one, but like at the same time, it's just that's is what it is. The game's not changing that much that you can't still go in and have a very similar experience.
0: As long as you don't have to pay again, that's my thing. If you have to pay again once they shut it down, that's... They're dropping
1: loot boxes, and they're going free-to-play, so they're gonna have, like, a battle... Like, a typical battle pass, I'm pretty sure, so that's where, like, their income will be coming from. Which, that's what I liked about Overwatch a lot, was that it wasn't like all the free-to-play games, and that the loot box system was very good, and it was literally just skins and nothing else. And the skins are also good. I feel like Overwatch set a very high tier for their cosmetics compared to shit like apex which is obviously getting it's getting a little bit better now that it's been out but like some of their skins are just fucking boring at least with overwatch they were like dropping fucking great skin after great skin like completely changing how a character looks sometimes so i hope that they keep that up at least but we'll see what they do with their like free to play and their monetization and stuff
0: yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm gonna keep an open eye on it, and who knows? I may even pick it up for a little bit when it comes back out. Although that timing is gonna Watch be if rough. It's free. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. if it's free, I mean, it's there's no reason why you can't try it. It's right right there, it's it'll be probably in your face for a couple weeks. That's where I was with Fortnite, and and I didn't play. I played Fortnite a ton when it came out, and then just recently got back into it with a few friends, especially because they have the no build mode now, and it's way more fun, in my opinion, to be able to just play oh, without yeah. having to worry about that. And it's I'm having a blast playing it, and it's free, so it doesn't really, you know, being able to kill Indiana Jones as Darth Vader while Ariana Grande shoots a <laughs> Kamehameha at you is pretty goofy you know um so yeah call me a kamehameha sure no, yeah i don't i don't like the way you, i don't like the way you said that uh yeah let's move on to uh the next one cuz um we're wrapping up towards the end of the list here uh we've got pokemon scarlet and violet this comes out november 18th of 2022 if you guys missed last week's show we literally talked about this a ton uh we broke down a bunch of pokemon stuff we found out what type of pokemon Piplup is and all of that so check out last week's show if you missed it but um yeah i think we we were all kind of excited about this uh thanks for the spoiler uh we we're all kind of excited about this um so i'll just throw out a, you know the same thing i said last week sort of i think scarlet and violet seem interesting i don't know that i'll be buying them on release um, just because I'm kind of burnt out on Pokemon games that are not changing the formula. But if they have good enough reviews and I have the time and we will pick them up at some point, then then I may grab it. But I don't fault people for being excited because it does seem like there's some cool stuff going on.
1: Was this on your list or was it Isaac's? I
0: think I had it and so did Isaac, So That's why I was just kind of putting it up there. I thought it was yeah. kind of everybody's. Yeah, generally uh, I think yeah. a lot of people are kind of excited about this, at least in terms of like,
2: I mean, I've been a Pokemon fan since I was, like, practically born. Like, I can vouch... My mom can vouch for me if she ever, like, had a social media presence. I was playing Pokemon since I was, like, two or three. Okay. Did I know what I was doing? No. But I was still playing it. I started with uh, Gold and Silver. And just ever since I was just growing up, I just always played Pokemon. So, um, but I did not pick up Arceus, which ah. that I... Yeah, I need to do that. But... um. I really I really do need to pick that up, but no, I was very excited with Sor- Sword and Shield because I liked how they changed the typical gym formula, like, they made it, like, kind of like a a competition ordeal, and I'm a guilty pleasure for a competition ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> guilty pleasure. But, uh, I like how one of them uses their wheels and the other one doesn't
0: for Scarlet and Violet. That's my favorite thing. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's... it's the
1: thing, like,
0: very weird that their bikes. One of them has a tire literally lodged in his throat. I just don't know how that's comfortable, to be honest with you, but that's fine. I mean, it
2: might be like, what's that little thing for frogs where, like, when they breathe and a it pops out? Is it a gullet? Yeah, maybe. No, that's a turkey. Maybe. maybe. No. Uh, Whatever the frog does when they breathe and make their noise, it's not. They puff up. I wonder if it's supposed to be a frog. mmm Maybe. And it just kind of puffs up. Maybe. <laughs> I think that's what they were
1: going for, is like a salamander type thing, because that's what the middle one looks like. But, yeah, I'm excited for that one. You guys should both play Arceus, because if that's if you're burnt out from Pokemon, Arceus literally could not be further from a mainline Pokemon game, but in the best ways.
0: Yeah all right well i definitely that's that's one on my list but again it's just in terms of like pokemon like i feel like i will always love the franchise and like the the everything about it i always follow it but like it's definitely not um top of my list it's gonna be people that are getting this day one and are pumped about it so pokemon scarlet violet comes out november 18th 2022 so pretty soon uh only a few days after god of war i think about 10 maybe nine or ten days after god of war so definitely something to look forward to um Moving on, we've got a couple left here to wrap this one up. Resident Evil 4 Remake, this is my biggest title, even more than God of War that I'm looking forward to. Um, This is set to release on March 24th, 2023. Uh, Resident Evil 4 is easily in my top five video games of all time. It made it to number two in our bracket for best game of all time. I think it is undisputably the best Resident Evil game, but I'm sure some people might have differing opinions on that. Um, it takes a perfect combination of like cheesiness and kind of like a, a, a horror charm with like an actual scary element, sort of atmosphere for the game, and just is honestly a game that holds up extremely well to this day. And seeing how good they did with the Resident Evil 2 remake, and then even Resident Evil 3 remake, which I liked. I know some people were a bit iffy on it because it was shorter, but like they rebuilt these games from the ground up with a new engine, and they were just absolutely fantastic to play. And seeing or imagining what Resident Evil 4 could be in the next gen as long as they don't lose too much of what its spirit is and its charm and make it like too dark or serious I am just I'm really pumped this is a day one purchase for me for sure and I absolutely recommend anyone that has never played the original play the original before you play this just because it's it still holds up so well and you'll probably appreciate this one a lot more so Resident Evil 4 I'm really looking forward to
1: yeah, you know I don't have much to say about that yet, but I will. <laughs> I have a funny
2: story for Resident Evil Four. Um, I didn't get, I didn't, I never walked into the house, ever, ever. <laughs> so what did you? I t- want to
1: know what that I, means. What
2: did I, you? I, t- I, that's the thing. Like, in order to progress in the game, you have yeah. to walk into the beginning house, right? Yeah. I never walked in the house. So what? did
0: You should walk around for a while.
2: Uh, no. I put down the game and told my brother when I was like six or seven. I'm like, I, it's too
0: scary. I can't do it. And I never picked it up since. Interesting. Well, I think you might be able to get through it now. Um, uh, it's definitely it's definitely a game that uh, I recommend. It's it, it's definitely one of the less scary Resident Evil games. I don't know how the remake's going to be. I mean, it seems like they're giving it a bit of a dark tone, which is fine. But again, part of what made it so good is like Leon's like a very campy character. His dialogue is, is cheesy and it sort of makes the whole experience better. Uh, I don't want them to make him like an uber serious character or anything like he was in Resident Evil 2 Remake. But we will see what happens. Either way, I'm pumped for this. This game deserves love. And uh, and I, I'm really, really excited about it. It's, it's definitely my top uh, line of releases. And yeah, definitely go in the house. Because if you don't go in the house, you can't progress the game. So <laughs> <I do laughs> that's relevant for sure. Um, and I, I didn't like the tank controls in Resident Evil 4 where you have to like move. I, I hope this one doesn't have it because the other Resident Evil games didn't. And I am not a fan of that, so
2: horrific in the chat says they'd argue that five and six are the least scariest and i did play five and you know i five got me a few times but it wasn't anything too terrible where i ever put down the game so it's like yeah i mean i could see that and six was
0: just six is terrible something else six is scary it's so scary that i bought it and returned it to GameStop in the same day because it was (laughs) so bad Six is legitimately a terrible, <laughs> terrible game. The fucking cell phone interface and the, ah, uh, six is, I could go, I could do a whole episode about why six is terrible, but I literally bought yeah, two it year two years that ago for be tw- a
2: whole future podcast for you. Just, yeah, just, about six. just
0: the Resident Evil six I podcast.
2: <laughs> I'd join on that.
0: Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to take <laughs> no. over for a show. when when Nicole goes away, uh, for, you know, some inevitable thing in the future, um like i said i literally bought six at gamestop two years ago for 22 dollars on sale returned it within two hours of purchasing it i installed it i played it i played for about an hour i was like this is literally awful i took it back to the store and i returned it and the guy was like are you sure you don't want to get a different game and i was like no i want my money back i do not want to do anything here and i left because the game is literally terrible so
2: yeah did they redo it for uh ps4 or was it just on playstation 3 no uh
0: resi 6
2: yeah I think it's on PS4. It.
0: It's on PS4 for sure. Is Yeah. It? Yes. Yep. Oh, it was okay. released in 2012 on it, on PS3 and 360. They did re they did release it for PS4.
2: Oh well, I mean,
0: why would they re-release a bad game? I don't know. Someone's review on Google says five stars, best Resident Evil game ever. I... Pardon? Uh, that's what it says. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I'll I mean, play it in it's...
2: October during my spooky streams. Yeah.
0: That's well. That's
1: September's starting.
0: Oh yes, yeah, that's September's right. Flirting. That's you, you yeah, guys okay. are going to be streaming something, right? Some horror game. You and uh, a, your uh, friend, and Alex and I are. Yeah. yeah. Isaac knows young Al. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I'll
2: be catching up on them.
0: I n- have never spoken with him personally, but we're friends on PS4, and I accidentally jo- on, on PlayStation, and I accidentally joined his Fortnite party the other day, and we were just both in there not realizing what, like I we, I had no idea how or why we were in there. I was trying to join up with friends, and he's just talking, and I'm like, uh, okay, like sorry about that. <laughs> um but that's about the most interaction that I've had um with him but yeah we we got to start planning a few uh a few spooky theme streams for octo uh, podcast for october you know horror movies costume i'm going to get a Piplup costume obviously and wear it on stream
1: you kind of so. have to now i i do I own really, a penguin
0: i want
2: you to have like uh wear a Piplup outfit but then like a Stein that says pelican. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not a penguin. I, I a penguin. have a... Waterbird. I own a penguin. A oh,
0: waterbird would be perfect. Like a name tag. Hello, my name is... I do I own a penguin gorgeous. costume somewhere. I just have to find it. But I, I dressed of up as a penguin a couple years ago. Well, I have the Halloween suit, too. The, the Halloween... I own a Halloween suit. It's oh, a full... Like, you've probably can. seen the picture before because I posted it on Facebook, but it's a full Halloween suit jacket. Top suit bottoms and everything else. And uh, funny story... Uh, when my, my girlfriend and I met she said that the only reason she even started talking to me was cuz she saw the picture of me in the Halloween jacket and uh I don't on think she the needs to yeah, know. right in other words like you know goofy but classy and I also wore the Halloween suit that I own into a restaurant and they were so impressed that they gave me free cheesecake. So that is the peak you of my life. Yeah. Right right that again. Just I just yeah no absolutely I just uh I just wanted to put that out there cuz it's one of my my subtle flexes that I that I can that I can throw out there. Spooky stream September spooky season is not all year long come on you can't do that it takes away the fun. it is all year long no it can't be it takes away the fun as
2: soon as soon as christmas ends we're back into october
0: i love christmas i bought this bat
2: you love christmas you bought that bat
0: there's no relation there i just have adhd but like i bought this bat recently for halloween i also love christmas I, i christmas and halloween are my two like uh my two happiest uh Happiest times of the year. That and Flag Day, because that's just an underappreciated holiday. But uh next, uh let's let's move on here. Um uh Resident Evil 7, uh Resident Evil 4 comes out March 24th, 2023. And uh next up we've got Redfall, which is early twenty twenty three release date. Another one that like I'm intrigued by this is Bethesda as well. Um, and it does seem like it has some potential. It's an open world FPS and it is co-op, which is intriguing from that, you know, regard. Um, it looks like it could be a lot of fun and, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Any, any thoughts?
1: I'm also excited about it. I was cautious at first if it was, we're going to run into the, uh, like terrible, like Marvel Avengers co-op type gameplay where it's just going to be like just bad, but I forget (laughs) what I've read or seen about it that like kind of changed my mind about it but it's yeah it's the team behind Prey and Dishonored which both of those games uh were good in in different ways I like Dishonored but I think Prey is the more like critically acclaimed one but yeah no Redfall seems really cool I really like the abilities they've showcased especially with like the main girl with like magic she looks sick um yeah it's definitely one that I'm gonna be paying attention to and plus we always we always love good story-driven co-op games
0: Borderlands 2 was great. I never played Borderlands 3, but I've heard it was good.
2: Borderlands, the whole thing, was great.
0: It's in
1: Massachusetts? Redfall does? Yeah, it's, it's Redfall, Massachusetts. It's not a real place, but it's Massachusetts.
0: Fascinating. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Isaac, any thoughts on this?
2: Uh, I'm actually peeking the trailer right now. Um, it kind of gives me some... Uh, now, follow me here. It gives me some Rainbow Six Siege mixed with Left 4 Dead, and um, there's another game that's kind of picking me, but I can't really put my name on it. Kind of, I would say Borderlands-esque vibes, just as far as, like, the abilities, how those look, but, like, the gun feel off of this trailer, definitely Rainbow Six Siege, but the overall gameplay, Left 4 Dead
1: makes sense yeah the last gameplay trailer they showed they showed really cool like team-ups between them so like one person like shot down a portal that someone else got to use with their gun but yeah you get to um i'm pretty sure like change your loadout and like your abilities and stuff and you're pretty much just killing vampires which is fun because i'm tired of zombies man love it but i'm tired of it let's get some more vampires in here
0: I mean, zombies smell really bad, so like, why do we want, want to keep dealing with them? You could argue zombies are a bit of a dead medium at the moment. Um, but you know moving on to uh just a a few wrap-up thoughts of this one uh i like the fact that you do have the four it does give me that left for dead vibe in the sense that there's four different people you can play as um and it does seem like a fun game to play with friends but it's probably something you can play yourself too like it is a single it does have a single player campaign um so those options are uh there so redfall looks fun i'm pretty excited about it And this is slated for uh first quarter or second quarter release of 2023 it was delayed initially it was initially supposed to release uh in 2022, and they delayed it for I don't really know what the reasons were, but it's basically Left for Dead with vampires meets you know I guess Borderlands in terms of combat style, and it could be uh it could be a lot of fun. So yeah, Redfall. Yeah. Looking forward to it. It'll be on. Uh, it looks like it's Xbox only, Xbox and Windows. So maybe an exclusive that actually you know is relevant uh, after Halo Infinite, which like is one of my favorite series, just kind of fell off the map because it was just under supported. Um, but yeah, so. Redfall. Okay. And lastly, uh the final one on here, just a bit of an honorable mention, because these some of these, you know, these games are not typically like the you know, it's not like necessarily an immediate day one purchase unless you're like a hardcore fighting game fan. But Street Fighter 6 is set to come out in summer of 2023. Um a lot of people are really excited about it. I played Street Fighter V a pretty good amount with friends, and it's definitely fun and one of the better fighting games that I have personally played. Um, I grew up with, and not even grew up with, like I still really enjoy like the Marvel versus Capcom series and like Guilty Gear. Those kinds of games are really fun. Um, there's obviously like a ceiling with fighting games where you can only play them for such a long time before you want you like get bored or want to move on to something else. And I think that's unless you're like a you know, somebody who that's all you're into is fighting games, which is totally cool. But, like, if you're just a casual player of these games, you know, we keep our systems in the living room with the fighting games so that if, like, friends come over and hang or whatever, you pick up, play a few games, something like Super Smash Brothers or something like this. Um, so Street Fighter Six looks really fun. It's been a while since Street Fighter V uh, was released, so it's definitely a welcome uh, addition, and it looks pretty neat. Street Fighter V actually released in 2016, so it's been six years which is i think a pretty good amount of time um and that was regarded as a a you know one of the best-selling games fighting games in years if not all time and is definitely the best selling street fighter game but i know street fighter 2 is considered the best um yeah just generally just look forward to it i think it'll be fun it's not something i'm necessarily in like an urgent rush to get but there is you know a main story mode and there are going to be new characters and it looks like it could be fun so
1: yep uh just shouting out roy He gifted a sub
0: oh him yeah, roy yeah thank you roy that is fantastic thank roy you roy for... is
1: forgiven for not liking bethesda
0: starry fix is of... about
1: to ban him pardon
2: no re- re- backtrack he doesn't uh-huh. like bethesda oh
1: roy said bethesda dot 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 with like a slow poke i don't know what that is having a meltdown slow king and i said he was gonna get i said he was gonna get banned for not liking bethesda and then he gifted <laughs> a sub so i guess we take bribes here <laughs>
0: Uh, that's fair. You can do that, and 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 Starific got the sub so there you go. They um, deserve it. True, that's true. They're very much supportive. We said last Street always- Fighter game I played was MVC um, three. Wait, last Street Fighter game I played was Marvel vs Capcom three. That sentence confuses me. Starific, I'm a little confused by that, if you could provide just a slight bit of clarification. Maybe, like, <laughs> uh, like 2D fighting style may, game? Maybe, I guess that doesn't make sense. I, I, I don't know, I am just a little confused. I will say, MVC3 is a phenomenal game, it still holds up extremely well. And, like, I've gone to the arcade, there's like a barcade not too far from me that actually has, like, the um the Marvel vs. Capcom and Street Fighter um machines like set up and can actually get in there um it's really fun to uh to play still uh, to this day so it's essentially a street fighter game with other characters kind of but i think mvc is a bit more unique but uh, if i mean capcom has a different way with the fighting games at the point where a lot of them are still um are still really good he said they do have rough launches which is true so um yeah i think that that wraps up the list of our anticipated games and obviously there's a lot more um, and you know, things that you guys might be out on my in. list. Out, yeah. Uh, your list is what? Your list, you have a massive spreadsheet, right?
1: No, oh, I had a vowed on the thing I sent you. No, you didn't! I did. I just, I, looked, I went back to our text to see the games that I told you so that I was prepared. <laughs> it's fine. No one needs to know about a vow. It's just the coolest game we know nothing about.
0: I don't know that you sent me a vow. I am live it's checking fine. this at the moment.
1: It's fine. We're gonna wrap up anyway, but it's yeah. just a uh, first-person RPG that looks like Skyrim, but it's being developed no. by Obsidian, which is the uh, Fallout, New Vegas people, and Outer Worlds, which both of those games are very, very good. Um, pretty much all they showed at Xbox was literally like someone dual wielding, one had magic, one had sword, in first-person view. I'm um, just like Skyrim. Skyrim. We haven't had a game like that that was been like good since Skyrim. So I was like, yes, like high fantasy dual wielding magic and a weapon that's that's what my alley and our obsidian's a great studio so that's all i'm gonna say about that it's very far out still but that's on definitely on my like most watch list about the
2: same obsidian that did uh fall new vegas right
1: yeah yeah mm. exactly that's mm-hmm. the good one and the outer
2: outer worlds which was apparently a really good worlds, game as yeah. well yeah it was I outer worlds so that's on my back
0: order
1: yeah, it's Obsidian's big new first-person RPG. I don't think they have any date. Probably twenty twenty-four. Twenty twenty-four is what I'm
0: seeing as the earliest. Yeah, they announced
1: so. it in last year as part of like Xbox's big look at all the games coming to Game Pass. Like, but yet none of their games have come out. So we'll see.
0: Which is yeah, that's pretty fair. Well, um, just on the topic of most anticipated games, obviously, uh, before we wrap up, a lot of people have games that they like and or enjoy. Uh, and sometimes don't always have the opportunity to play them. So I do want to announce our next giveaway, uh, which will have a week. I'm going to put it up on Twitter, but obviously if you guys like want to, if you're watching now and you want to get in once I post the tweet up after the show, um, I'm going to give away a gift card on Steam, probably $20 um, to a winner at random. Uh, I'm going to put up the tweet, and you guys just let us know what your most anticipated game is coming out, so pretty straightforward, and just make sure you're like following us on Twitter and uh, following the channel here. Um, and then we'll pick a winner on next week's show. You don't have to be present on the show, but you will have to have had checked out the tweet. So make sure you're following us on Twitter for that. But we'll give away a Steam gift card, $20. You guys can buy a game or save the credit towards a game that's coming out that you're looking forward to. Um, because, yeah, we I know when we gave away Cult of the Lamb, uh, the individual who won it has been playing it a ton and seems to really enjoy it. So I want to do more to like give back, and thank you guys for investing the time into watching it. So, yeah, I'll put up the details within the next... 45 minutes on Twitter after we wrap up the show, but let us know your th- your most anticipated game or anticipated as Nicole spelt it in the title of the stream. And, um, we will pick a winner at random next week and, uh, let us know your most anticipated game and we'll pick a winner next week for a $20, uh, steam gift card. So if you guys want to get a chance at that, just check us out on Twitter. Um, I will let Nicole wrap up here. I do just want to thank Isaac a bunch for jumping on the show with us. Make sure you follow him on Twitch uh at esamea it's e-s-a-m-e-a and then the twitter handle is the same you can see the twitter handle in the top left corner of the screen um so check us out on socials but he streams all kinds of stuff and definitely um has been uh really fun and we'll probably have him on the show again and uh last Uh quick note here (laughs) he's like i (laughs) did not sign up for that (laughs) oh who knows we'll see what happens it depends if this is the worst rated episode that we've done so far then i have to I'm just saying. No, I don't know. Listen, we, we did have a good amount of people. I would say the Piplup comment might have made you have to wait a little while before I'm comfortable bringing you back because I'm dealing with some oh self shame at the moment. Uh, one quick note because I know that was like the longest outro on my part ever. Uh, Colroy just asked about Discord. Um, so I have taken care of the graphics and the hosting, and Nicole's one responsibility um, was setting up the Discord. Uh, it, I'm going to She it. did say she was going to do it. So to be fair. But, I mean, I know you said there was a bug in your room earlier. You had a lot of other more important it's things to deal with. so no, I have
2: it's, it's in the still. It's still it's right trapped.
0: there. We are oh. estimating a... We are delaying the release of our Discord to 2024 at this point. <laughs> uh, we will let you guys know when... Sorry, Bethesda, but, no, it. we are going to hopefully have a Discord up I'm pretty soon get to get done, people cause in, Because I too, want so. this
1: space to just not be for the pod... Well, mostly for the podcast, but also just, like, to talk games. Because I yeah. did, that, did something similar on Twitter that we just kind of, like, post game shit in. So. So yeah, and Discord's. I will get than. there, all right. I'll figure it <laughs> out. I'm, I'm still moving, all right. My office looks kind of done, but I've still got like shit to do. I'm gonna paint this week, like I'll find time.
0: Oh no, that's awesome. I look forward to it, and I, I yeah, it's, it's, we're gonna get it there for you guys, Discord. But thanks to everyone checking us out. Thanks again to Isaac for popping on, and uh, yeah, Nicole, you can send this out if you want to, guys. Just check out our Twitter within the next half hour if you want to get a heads up on entering that giveaway. So. That's it yeah, for me. Yeah,
1: before I uh, close this out, Isaac, is there anything else you wanted to add? Um, I, I just wanted to talk
2: about Uh, not about the OnlyFans, but, uh, <laughs> only you would understand this. Uh, when the Street Fighter VI came back around, it looked a lot- It looked very familiar to the old Submerge Gaming, uh, logo.
1: It did! That is literally the first thing I- I- I,
2: I- everyone, everybody- Even though, you know, it had a bad rap and, you know, some- Backwater stuff. Whatever. Everybody jumped on that. They're like, "Oh, what happened there?" And we all were like, like, "Can we do? Can we do something about (laughs) that?" And we're just like, "Not really." Can we sue? (laughs) Yeah. Can we sue them? We're like, "No," because we never trademarked shit, guys. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I. That's all I got.
1: Yeah. All right. So yeah, we're gonna wrap things up. We'll be back sometime next week. Who knows when or what topic or you know, it it just comes
0: together. It does. We'll be here. It works. At some point. We'll be on. We will be on. Sometime we'll be here. (laughs) But
1: thanks for watching. Uh, I think somebody followed, and then again, Roy, thanks for the sub. But yeah, we'll be back next week and keep up with us online in the meantime.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Bye. Bye bye.